The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Okay, joining us now is uh, Stephen Blitz, who's chief U.S. economist at T.S. Lombard, having a look at that inflation data in a bit more detail. Stephen, welcome to the program. Having a look at that CPI print, when you look at it in a more granular way and take a deep dive, what the points uh, that you made which were encouraging, the ones which perhaps didn't really uh, uh, cause much, um, I guess, um, didn't send your mind, in other words? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that what you see in the in the details uh, is that what I call the CPI, the everyday, that inflation has actually been coming off, um, and uh, so that's a that's a good sign. Uh, but actually, it's a double edged sword because that means, especially with weakening uh, gasoline prices, um, usually you know you get that going into an economy where the labor market is slowing, unemployment's rising, wage growth is starting to come off. You have the opposite, which has never really happened before. And so you're actually all this real wage, real income uh, loss uh, in the first part of this year uh, may start to reverse a little bit and give consumers a little bit of a of a lift. We'll see tomorrow at retail sales, but we do know that not a lot, but we are seeing the inching up of confidence over the last few months in terms of uh, consumers as well as small business. You know, listening to a lot of commentators, uh, many of them cite that when you see spikes in inflation going back over the past uh, 50 to 70 years, you usually see them go straight up and then come straight back down. Um, but this kind of feels like, since a lot of it's baked into um, to wages and to um, owners' equivalent rents, that, that maybe it's going to stay up there for a while. I mean, what's your sense of how long this inflation will persist? It's going to, right? And so I'm laughing when you said that about this spike, because I, I, I can remember the 70s. I was, and, you know, that was up, up until Volcker, every time the Fed tightened, the markets got very optimistic inflation would come down because that was always the lesson of U.S. inflation. You had spikes, and then it would, would, it would come back. The difference is here you had a spike also for all the reasons that you know, everybody's talked about you know, forever. Uh, well, maybe not forever, but for the last year or so. And, uh, but what's happened now is that it's given way, way to a strong wage cycle, and that's not going away anytime soon. Uh, and you've got a permanent uh, shift in the terms of reduction of supply of labor in the U.S. You have 3.5% unemployment as a result. You've got 7% nominal wage growth. And uh, coming into next year, you're going to get almost a 9% increase in uh, Social Security payments, which impacts about 70 million people. Uh, and so, you know, and, and even if inflation starts to lag here, as long as the employment market stays tight, 
next year, people are going to be looking for another round of high wage, nominal wage growth. Maybe it's not seven, maybe it's five or six instead, but it's still going to be high. And that's how these inflationary cycles begin to take hold. They have a long life, as you alluded to. And uh, the Fed thinks four and a half is going to be enough. And I'm telling you, it's not. But, but tell me something here, Stephen. I mean, surely, you know, we're going to be in four or five months seeing a big drop-off, arguably, uh, given that we have base effects. Yeah, but you're talking about year-over-year stuff, and the Fed really looks at month-over-month, month, and it looks at month-over-month month on a three-month moving average basis. And when I look at um, inflation in CPI, uh, uh, X food, energy, and rent – Right, it's running on a three-month basis. It's running at around six percent, and that's not going to come off so quickly. And the issue has always been not that inflation is going to come off. We know, we knew from the get-go it was going to come off. The issue was always to where the Fed was yeah. always assuming, given the global situation, that and that was the transition argument that it would drop down very quickly back down to 2 3% range, or at least 3%, and that's proven wrong. Uh, and that's where the wage cycle taking hold is going to keep inflation high, especially in the service sector. Stephen, why is the U.S. economy holding up and why are jobs holding up, uh, given the you know 300-plus basis points in hikes that we've seen? Well, you know, that's a great, that's, that's really the great question because, you know, my profession is, is they're all falling over each other trying to find the reason, see what's going to break and what's going to blow up. The real question is, is what you just asked. How is it that it's still very resilient? And the fact is that you, know, you are seeing some slowing. You're slowing in real estate. You're slowing in private equity, you know, related yeah. fintech and things like that. So it's not as if, yeah. you know, the world isn't slowing down, but... It's, it's maybe maybe like Jamie Dimon said, the first three percent is one thing, but the next three percent is a whole different story. Uh, Stephen Blitz has been with us from T.S. Lombard. The countdown has begun from May 14th to 16th. A thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.